0: The Koy gig Pod on Off the Ball. The resourcing isn't enough for what we need to get the leagues to the next level in this country, and I think it's very significant for the women's game. Subscribe to the Koy Gig Pod on the Off the Ball app now.
1: Football on
0: Off the Ball with William Hill. Who you got? 18 plus. See gamblingcare.ie.
1: Hayes, how's things, how's
2: it been playing with Ireland? (laughs) Fantastic, Uh, for lack of better words. um, Still got slight imposter syndrome that I'm even here, but uh, yeah, just continuing to grow and continuing to enjoy the environment. And it's your granddad in Offaly
1: that's how you were eligible to play. Tell us how it all came about and when you made the decision to join.
2: Um, So I'd been patiently waiting for about four years. my family, friends, coaching staff at Celtic were all like, don't worry, it'll come, it'll come and and there was days where I didn't think it would um, and probably a little sense of me gave up on it ever so slightly, Um, just obviously with, there's only so long you can be patient after waiting four years and declaring that you're Irish Um, but thankfully one day woke up and Eileen Gleeson was on the end of the phone um, and she said, I want you in and from there it was a massive whirlwind that I'm Oh, still wait. trying to get over, over. Yeah. So it was basically waiting on the call from the Ireland setup. Is, is yeah.
1: yeah. So you'd always declared you were just waiting for the call, say from Vera at the time for yeah. the World Cup. So you wanted, you hoped yeah. to go to the World Cup. That, just yeah. so someone
2: wanted me to play a game of football for him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you're doing more than that. I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trying. Oh, that's brilliant. So it must
2: have been a bit of a whirlwind then when you did get the call and you came straight in. Yeah, it was. It was massive. Um, it was just. Like I said, imposter syndrome and I was like, Are you sure you've got the right girl type of thing? <laughs> and yeah, just came in and obviously being around these players and, and being in this environment is something you can't not grow from and learn from and, and enjoy ultimately. Um so yeah, been doing that ever since. And what was it like to play in the Viva Stadium to score? <laughs> just just mental I keep saying it but I've had dreams that have gone worse um, and that was just like beyond my wildest um, to make your debut in the Aviva get your passport the night before have your birthday the day before have your parents turn up and them not knowing that I was starting and then they see it at the Aviva and then just well wow. the winning mm, just I, I don't I I struggle to sum it up because it was that it was that type of fairy tale. Um, I it's couldn't why you play it. football. Yeah. Yeah. And then it is that thing that keeps you going and you're like waiting for that next that next thrill and that next next almost drug that mm. it feels like. And I don't think there'll ever be a highlight like that in my career again. But oh, to there get will. there, I just think it's incredible. So, yeah, just grateful. And tell us a little bit about your journey, obviously, with Celtic and um, been there since 2020. Yeah, fourth season this year, fourth season. Over 100 Um, appearances, it's pretty incredible. (laughs) Yeah, it's cool, it's cool, and every time I put that shirt on I know what it means and and I know that it expects nothing less than excellence and and I love playing for a club that I look down and know what the badge stands for and and ultimately see family within it, so yeah, just just love playing for the club and, and, and love putting my all out there. Did you support them when you were growing up? I remember seeing a picture of you when you were yes, smaller. Yes, I grew up <laughs> in, in, in uh, Celtic Tops and Ireland Tops from um, <laughs> my granddad and, and from my dad proudly. So, yeah, just know what that club means to people and, and it means the same that it does to them. It means the same to me as it does to them. So. Yeah,
1: and what is it like to play in Celtic Park? <laughs>
2: It's one thing to play in Celtic Park, it's another thing to beat the Rangers, uh, obviously, and and we played there then and that was another career highlight that that it doesn't get better than. So, yeah, Celtic Park is a special place and, and it's something that people dream of going to and thankfully I go there every day and, yeah, love it. It seems like the support for the men's team and the women's team, they do intertwine
1: quite a lot and you see a lot of the men's supporters they are constantly talking about you and how you play and that must be nice to to have both, you know, that it's not just the men and the women's that you have the support from both.
2: Yeah, of course. I mean, towards the end of last season, we we had incredible support with the Celtic end and the Green Brigade turning up and it was something that I think a lot of girls, even in the English leagues over over there, um, admired and was almost taken back by. It was... It was an atmosphere that it just blew your mind. Um, it, was, it was hard to concentrate at times when you knew the songs that they were singing. Um, but yeah, definitely a respect over there that, that is greatly appreciated and, and an interest that just continues to grow. And at the end of the day, that's all you can ask for.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you love scoring goals. You love that signature header. Yes. Where
2: did that come from? Was that always in your game? i too just it's just always been said that i'll head a microwave and <laughs> <laughs> i guess i try and live by that i don't know um but yeah just just i don't know it's just yeah. always been a part of my game and i i guess being tall yeah it's almost it like oh, i'm for the tall girl mm-hmm. so i'm like okay i know what they want to hear um and hopefully on more occasions than not i'll provide but uh, yeah, that was it. Good stuff. And what would it mean now to be able to get six wins out of six in this Nations League campaign? Oh, huge, huge! I, I know there's a lot of talk that we've already topped the group and things like that, but that doesn't make these games any less more important. In my opinion, at the end of the day, you put that shirt on and and you give it your all, and and you want to represent it again with the highest of excellence, and and that's all that the standards the standards will be keep driven, even though. We're top of the league, and, and that doesn't matter at the end of the day, you still want those six points. Mm-hmm. I'll let Lana do a question. Can I just ask you about the Albanian trip?
1: Because it seemed
0: as interesting a trip off the pitch as it
2: on the pitch by the time. It was. It was an experience that I'm probably still getting over. Um, my boots are still, still drying, um, but yeah, just. It was just great. It was it was very different, obviously, going to a country like Albania and experiencing their culture and and being submerged in that. It was definitely something that you learnt from as a person, and then obviously going and playing in those circumstances, it was something that you yet again had to learn from. But from a player perspective of of staying ready. Um, and yeah, just enjoyable. Um, I learned a lot, so I'm grateful for it. It was
0: very
2: nice as well to settle more into camp. I know you are really to Air uh, laughing. was it? Yes. <laughs> well, I bought earplugs this camp. <laughs> but uh, no, um, she was great. She's a barrel of laughs, and and, and and even in the dark moments of Albania when it was a little bit ty- tried and tested, um, she definitely put a smile on my face, so I'm grateful for that. Um, so yeah, no, she was great. Um, and somebody that's doing so well for, for Ireland and, and been back in this camp, is it's great to see her. And and yeah, definitely the sunshine that Albania needed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. And then
0: uh, just one more. We usually see you with the pink on I think it was your own like you said, all like, so, you know, the little kids were yeah. there being kept
2: on, so oh. it's a to be you. Yeah. Very cute, okay. it is, it is. It's, it's, it's a daunting task sometimes. You can get overwhelmed by it because obviously you just want to be the best version of yourself so they can aim to be their best, on if not better. And, and it's definitely a, a great honour and something I don't take lightly, but never started as something to be that. So it's it's just incredible of how far it's come and and, yeah the trend yeah, yeah pink pre-wrap <laughs> what a trend could have been a good pair of shoes or something like that couldn't it but no we're doing the pink pre-wrap so yeah no it's a great honor and it's something i don't take lightly and and just hope to do them proud and that's all i can ask for megan
1: how things when did you get back into ireland camp i uh, got in late last night so obviously a
0: lot of us had games yesterday mm-hmm. so it was just kind of everyone was filtering in quite late after all their games Um, i think There's just one more left coming this morning Um, and then yeah, we're back together as a squad and then just getting everyone back in the physical and mental mindset to go again Friday Um, and yeah. Do you enjoy getting back and seeing all the girls again? Yeah, it's nice. It's nice to have a different environment. Obviously, club environment is so intense Mm -hmm. Um, and then obviously coming to to Ireland, it's a bit different. Intense also, but it's a, a little change, is quite
1: nice, different environment, um, and yeah, I always look forward to it. And you have the captaincy role now at Bristol City, how's that?
0: Yeah, I've been loving it. Um, at my time at Brighton, um, I was captain a few times, and under Hope Powell, she always told me, even when I wasn't kind of captain, like, always wear that armband, always be a leader, um, and I think it's something over the years I've kind of developed, and it's a role that I've wanted you know i wanted that kind of responsibility and that and that leadership Um, and yeah going into bristol i think i just tried to be myself tried to fit in the first few weeks and and i think a lot of the team kind of respected me and kind of i don't know i guess liked me as a as a captain and and um yeah i was fortunate enough to to be picked as captain and i've just embraced it and i've loved every minute of, of leading the team and the club and yeah it's a great coaching
1: staff it's a great environment and it's a pleasure to to be there is it something that you developed as you said or did mm-hmm. you think growing up playing mm-hmm. that you know you seen yourself as mm-hmm. that leader i
0: think from a young age i think when i was um obviously my dad used to be my coach for for many years and i think he always kind of developed me as as that leader mm-hmm. um i think my brother obviously played gaelic football for for a while and he was captain of his club um two years ago and i think that also kind of enticed me a bit more. I've always learned from, obviously, my dad and my brother and being at Brighton, we're a whole pal, as I said, and I've had great leaders around me, mm-hmm. like, throughout my time, even at Ireland, and a lot of players at Ireland are captains of their clubs, so I've been lucky enough to to kind of be in with them and kind of witness them and see how they act and, in that kind of way, and, yeah, I've always kind of wanted that. I think it was the next step in kind of my career was to have that, opportunity and when I got asked would I take the role in a heartbeat you know to have that responsibility um, and to have that kind of opportunity to to lead the team week in week out was something that I would never
1: turn down Um, and yeah it's been amazing. Oh brilliant and for Ireland then what do you think the transition has been Mm -hmm. like for for Eileen Gleeson since she's Mm -hmm. came in? Verapal mm-hmm.
0: yeah I think obviously over the years we built we built something great with Vera obviously getting to the World Cup I think we had great foundations from that uh, even from previous managers we've always under every manager we've progressed and we've built a new foundation I think we've done that with Vera um, and I think obviously in this transition phase I think the coach and staff have been great to, to manage this phase um, and get the results that we've needed and obviously qualify with two games left and mm-hmm. um, I think the squad have been great as well, Um, the players have been great, players who've come in, players who've had their first chance Um, and yeah I think as a whole we've just tried to make the next step
1: um, and and keep progressing. It feels like there's a new lease of life Mm -hmm. under Eileen and even the way you play, the attacking style, do you you enjoy that style of play more? Yeah I think obviously every manager is different, every coaching staff is different.
0: I think obviously the teams we've played has allowed us to kind of be more attacking and to have a bit more of the ball. Um, I think in obviously in the World Cup and in previous games, you know, we're playing some of the the best teams in the world so it's kind of tougher to do things like that but I think obviously in this campaign we've played teams that we've had more of the ball of so we can kind of develop that bit of the game a bit more. and, and progress as a team in that way um, with keeping obviously the defensive
1: soft that we've built over the years Do you feel like you yourself and as a team you took a lot from even the last few wins and Mm -hmm. also obviously going to the World Cup Mm -hmm. too Yeah
0: absolutely I think as players as well we want to progress i think obviously there's a lot of talk of, of the managers but as players we have a responsibility mm-hmm. too to to do our bit on the pitch and take responsibility and get better in and out of possession and um, i think that's stuff we can do as well um, and i think we've been doing it um, and i think players want to grow players want to be better and um, we want to be better in and out of possession i think you can always be better and um, and i think for us Yeah, we've taken a lot from the World Cup, we've taken Mm -hmm. a lot from being on the the biggest stage and, you know, experiencing those games and experiencing some of the best teams in the world and how they take advantage of you when, you know, you kind of leave yourself a bit vulnerable in cases. And for us, yeah, we're just trying to get better and and learn from that. And um, yeah, it's been great this campaign to obviously qualify with two games left. Um, But yeah, we want to finish
1: on a high. Yeah, two games left, so Hungary and Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. What would it mean to get six wins? Yeah, I think it'd be great. It'd be a great step in the right direction, you
0: know, step in, continuing our journey um, as a team and as a team who wants to be at every single major tournament now. I think we've done amazing to get to the World Cup, um, and that is something that we want to make a norm. Um, yeah. And I think everyone's been great this campaign. Um, we want to finish on a high, and obviously going into to February, and March, March, where we kind of start the Euro campaign really, and have yeah. the the three windows where we can hopefully do something great and uh, and qualify for the Euros. Brilliant, Alana. Do you want
1: anything? You were talking here with construction of the new places.
0: I know and Hayes mm-hmm. and Chipperfield is getting straight into like yeah. that's probably nice for you in a way because mm-hmm. obviously for the World Cup, you were saying back and now you're further forward. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Caitlin's been great since she came in, um, I didn't know of Caitlin before she came in and I don't know why I didn't know about her because she's, she's been amazing honestly, um, how she plays, her physicality um, on the ball, um, I think she's been great since she's come in. Um again adding competition to the team because obviously we have people's come back, Nifahi, Ethan Manion, we've loads of players, Meg Campbell who's not in this camp, so we've a lot of defenders now. Um obviously I'm playing in, in the defence at club a lot so I don't know how that affects me here. Um but I think she's been great. Um and yeah, wherever I play here or wherever I get the chance to play, yeah, I'll do my best. But I think to have her in she's she's been great in the back. We've had quite a few new faces as well, younger females ones would yeah. like say. So. How's that been? I know obviously you're only starting Mm -hmm. in the camp but it's nice to see I suppose the league playing off that way as well Yeah obviously I think you kind of forget like when you've been in the team for a while you forget like your first your first time in, in the team and you were once that 16, 17 year old who had that opportunity so it's great that you know the younger kids are getting a chance to have an opportunity and, and have a taste of it um, and yeah I hope they do great I hope they enjoy the week and and add something to the team but I think we'll all be very welcoming and kind of help them along because I think you kind of know how daunting it is at the beginning um, but yeah it's great to see players get an opportunity from the league Hopefully it won't be as wet in Tala on the as <laughs> in Albania. Yeah, probably. yeah, goodness, that was some experience. Yeah, but. and then uh, coming back in off the back of that as well, obviously there's a lot of chatter around the Aviva and mm-hmm. Tala, and what's your kind of mm-hmm. thoughts on that? Yeah, I think obviously um, having the credit the Aviva was amazing. I think for us, we've always seen Tala as our home, mm. you know, for now. Um, and I think we would like to see Tala sold out. Um, saying obviously with the new stand i think that brings in t- almost 10,000 people um and yeah i think for us we'd like to see tala fully sold out um but obviously i think i know we're going to have games with the aviva next year like some of the bigger games um but yeah at the minute tala is our home and we'd like to see that hopefully get a sell out again so hopefully that's kind of the strategy going forward mm-hmm. the bigger games in the aviva mm-hmm. and maybe see what happens in the. Tala. yeah absolutely i think obviously with how it's been the past year and stuff. I know there's obviously logistics that go into it. You know, you can't just, unfortunately, slap your fingers and, and be at the Aviva. Um, but yeah, so I know we'll have some games next year at the Aviva and Atala, and hopefully the people keep supporting us and, and hopefully we get a sell at Atala. And then uh, Christmas coming up, looking forward to going home to Cork? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's been nice. Obviously, I haven't been home since the World Cup. Um My parents and like my brother and sister have visited me, but you just you don't really get time, do you, to kind of be able to travel home for a day or two? So, yeah, I can't wait to get home and, and see my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, can't travel on a plane, so <laughs> haven't seen him. But yeah. Love Cheers! Thanks. Thank you very much. Football on off the ball with William Hill. Who you got? 18 plus. See gamblingcare.ie.